Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Tish Link Americas. This is the December 2021 edition. We are at our year, pretty much our year end. And uh, this edition, we're basically, basically going to go over some of the highlights of the year, especially in regards to tissue online and some of the successes. Um, we're joined by Hector Hurtado. Hey, Hector. Hi, Brian. How are you? Thank you for having me. As, as many of you that watch our segment know, Hector covers our Latin America Tissue Online Latino America uh, platform. Um, so Hector, this year has been, you know, hit or miss. There's been some good high, good points of it, and then there's been some low points. Uh, but I think overall, compared to 2020, I think this was um, either expected or accepted. You know, I think the customer base is, you know, 2020 was an amazing year. 2021, uh, okay, but it, it's still good. You know, it, it's kind of like a. That's kind of the feeling that I'm left with. I think. Right. Overall, the people that we visit, same thing in Latin America, are people okay with it or is it more of a loss, you think? Um, well, if we, if we look, uh, I guess it depends from one country to the other and from one client to the other, right? Sure. But uh, I think if we look at the industry as a whole, uh, I think it was a good year regardless because <clears throat> like I mentioned before, you still see investment on equipment. Uh, yeah. If people are willing to invest on equipment, that tells you that they're aiming for a brighter future, you know, or sure. for immediate demand that they have at the moment, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, the year, uh, if we talk about three specific topics that are related to the tissue paper industry or tissue making, if we talk about pulp and cellulose, um, prices at the beginning of the year were high. Mm -hmm. Then they sort of settled down throughout the year and they even came down, you know, throughout the year. And then we just uh, saw an article that we posted on Tish Online last week, uh, this week rather, that one of the largest uh, pulp producers in Brazil, Susano, they're increasing yeah. uh, their price for the China, for the exports that they sent to China, $20 uh, per ton on pulp. Um, basically because they're seeing the, the Chinese economy having a higher demand for, for these uh, exports from Brazil or pulp products. Sure. Brazil. So, you know, probably something that will likely go into early next year and then we'll see how pulp uh, continues to behave. Um, mm -hmm. if, we look, if we look at the finished product, uh, tissue paper, cushion towel, like I mentioned, we've seen companies investing on, on the paper mill end of it and the converting end of it as well. Uh, throughout the year, we've seen, you know, the news, uh, people making this major investment and some merch too, you know. Yes, sir. buying Grupo Familia or um, Softies in South America buying Carta Fabril in uh, mm -hmm. Brazil, you know. So we've mm -hmm. seen some of that. And <clears throat> something that continues uh, to be somewhat of a hurdle uh, and, and very unknown is uh, ocean freight, you know. Yeah. Um, there's still a shortage of containers, shortage of vessels and prices. They just keep going up or changing it from one week to the other. And that's playing a role uh, with some of these companies that probably they imported the raw material to, to make their finished product. So they're being sure. affected by that. Even though there is uh, enough paper available on the market, but freight still playing a role in that. Or those yeah. companies that probably to complement their product line were importing products from China. Let's say yeah. napkin products or hand towels. That's not happening anymore because of the high cost to bring container from China. So rather they are starting to invest on equipment to make those products by themselves, you know? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. something similar with cardboard, you know, obviously as online uh, or e-commerce uh, has actually spiked up during the pandemic. Yeah. Now 
paper manufacturers are fighting for slots of a core board. I'm going to speak for Latin America mostly. They're fighting sure. for spots of a core board because a lot of this core board or cardboard is being used uh, to make boxes as well. So a lot of the yeah. core board meals, uh, you know, they're kind, they're kind of uh, tied up with the capacity that they have. And we've yeah. seen prices skyrocket, you know, usually for core stock to make to make tubes, to make paper tubes. Right. For right. For your toilet paper, or kitchen towel. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, this is a product that used to sell 400, $500 metric ton average. And now it's going Where are we at now? Or a thousand dollar metric ton. So double the price <laughs> for some of these companies. And, and, you know, they're taking it, they're buying it because they need it, right? For, for the, for the, sure. and, uh, yeah. some of them are even buying more than they used to just to have enough inventory in case there is not availability. And that's something that we tell yeah. some of our clients too. Hey guys. I think right now, with the way that the, the world is uh, doing business, you have probably to plan to buy a bit more than you used to. So mm -hmm. you have enough uh, inventory for these uh, hiccups that are happening with freight or the ever-changing cost of the of the raw material, you know? Uh, sure. So people, I think people obviously have adjusted of a way to do business in a different way with the pandemic. We probably will yeah. next year... Uh, this continuing and people settling into this new this new way of doing business until obviously we see the pandemic 100 percent gone uh yeah but, uh, i mean you can you can speak for north america as well but uh in latin america that's what we see mostly what i just uh summarize yeah and these things are cyclical i you know i've been in the tissue industry since i got out of college you know i won't i won't age myself but you know I, i've seen this has happened a few times since my time in being in the industry i'm 39 years old and i've seen this a couple of times now, you know, and, and we don't have to age ourselves. You can say you are pre-TAD technology or after TAD yeah. technology. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good way of doing it. Yeah. But, you know, I think there's always talk of everyone bringing everything in-house, but you can never truly bring everything in-house. You're, you're always kind of depending on an outside supplier uh, um, for something, right? Out of the country or you always need help. You can always, can't always do it by yourself. Um, Switching, switching gears now over to Tissue Online. Let's talk about some of the successes we've had this year. Yeah. Uh, Latino America Portal has only been up for less than a year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have over 2,000 followers just on that portal alone. Yeah. Um, you know, overall, Tissue Online now has a, a, a hundred marketing partners that are promoting their products directly with us. Right. Which is fantastic, you know, that in, in a year. And so that is... Um, that is, a, that is a tremendous success. And I attribute that success to the way that we do business, right? We are not, um, it, it was all organically grown. It wasn't this giant corporation coming in and trying to take over the industry as a whole or anything like that. It's, it's people that are within the industry. We all come from the tissue industry. We know it very well. And we're integrating it with our, our partners and our friends in the industry. And I think the success comes from, you know, our style. It, it's more of a handshake and, uh, you know, a meeting over Zoom rather than a, a boring meeting or stuffy suits or anything like that. You know, more of a traditional way that we've done things in our industry in the past. And I think that it's being accepted as a, you know, organic social media, digital media, uh, a company that is bringing value to the industry. How, how do you see it in Latin America? 
you want to talk to some about some of the successes you've seen now? Yeah, no, likewise, I share your opinion uh, and your perspective. Uh, like you mentioned, I mean, we have over 50,000 uh, followers on our uh, social media platforms for the for uh, Teach Online Latin America, North America, and Brazil. Latin America specifically, in, well, I mean, we've been live nine months only and mm -hmm. uh, 2,000 followers on LinkedIn. Like you mentioned, we have over 100 uh, marketing partners, uh, companies mm -hmm. that have decided to join our platform to promote their products or share their news, you know, or technologies or yeah. projects that they're doing. Over 1 million visits on our website, 8,000 people receive our newsletters on a daily basis, which is, yeah. I want to touch on that. Uh, traditionally, you know, in our industry, tissue paper industry, news you will get them either through rumor mill or trade shows or you will get a publication every two months every three months right a physical publication yeah. on the mail uh with us with this online you get news every day pretty much if you sign up if you go Still. to our website yeah. you get at least three two four depending on the day five news um every day and uh, then at the end of the week you have a summary right of uh, what has yeah. in the industry so i think that's something that people like us that operate in the industry in any different uh, level uh, they appreciate it because they have hands-on information that uh, readily available and that uh, is something that was lacking in the industry yeah and sure. uh and sure there are always secrets in the industry but the news that, that we share are obviously public news or that our our marketing partners want to share with with our audience and uh, i think people appreciate that because i think we're transitioning just like technology machines are, are always improving yeah. every year same thing with news you know pe people are appreciating the fact that they have access to this information and you know, all of us are traveling or doing business with one of these. And uh, when, yep. when we get one of these newsletters, I think most people uh, will appreciate it uh, just to be kept in the loop, you know, with these things. So we thank yeah. obviously our audience and, and we thank uh, our subscribers. And obviously we thank our, our marketing partners uh, to giving us a, you know, boat of uh, trust uh, to join our platform. But uh, more things to come next year too. You know, we have a tissue yeah. summit happening in Brazil. Uh, we have, uh, product reviews uh, happening next year. So, you know, plenty, plenty of things for people to evaluate uh, with Dish Online. Yeah, and I agree with you that that's where we're at culturally right now. Culturally, we want news now and, you know, fast, quick hits. Mm -hmm. You know, most of our news stories are one minute to two minute reads yeah. and information that's going to get you the information you need. You can move on with your day. It's not this long dragged out story and i'm hopefully this is not dragged out along this we like to keep these five six minutes yeah. you know. um but you know that that's where we're at culturally and this is this is kind of attributing to that and we don't share those numbers to brag or to boast that you know hey look at look at us you know we're growing this right. that stuff but it's more to prove that the model is working and that um the industry has accepted it as a model and you know we continue to to add value to the industry and that, that's our goal primarily we love the industry you know you uh yourself myself and felipe the three of us come from the industry and we and we know it very well and we know what um what our fellow colleagues in the industry like to hear and would like to see uh and so in 2022 coming up we're going to come out with a brand new media kit it's going to be completely updated uh, we've added a lot of different stuff to it to give even more value to the to the price levels. We have a diamond, a platinum, and a, and a gold package oh, wow. in North America. And we've added more things to them to bring even more value to our to our partners. So, for those of you that are watching that have are on the fence about joining or becoming a part of it, please let us show you what we can do for you and the value we can bring to you, uh, not only for North America but for Latin America as well. 
you know, a lot of the reason why we have three platforms is a lot of the companies in the, our industry are multinational. They may be based in Europe, but they're doing business in Spanish. They're doing business in Portuguese, doing business in English. And we provide you access to all those. We provide all the translation services that you would need to be able to publish your news. If you only speak English or only publish news in English, we will translate it into Portuguese and Spanish. So do not worry or be afraid of any of that stuff. We also help you format your releases. You don't have to have someone professionally writing these articles for you. We can do that for you as well. Um, so that's all I wanted to share. Uh, we're looking forward to 2022. Thank you for all of you that have been following us. Uh, we greatly appreciate your business and your audience ship and just the following, following us and giving us a like on LinkedIn. And, and that goes a long way. That, that helps us uh, feel confidence that we're doing the right thing. So Hector, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank we'll you, Brian. You. Yep. Thank you. See you in 2022. We'll do. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, everybody.